Hello and welcome listeners. This is Sarah Vaughan um, presenting Marie Claire's Start Somewhere podcast. And today I'm in Australia and you might hear some interesting uh, noises. Uh, we're surrounded by a beautiful menagerie, including a little sheepdog called Thea uh, and lots of um, Australian birds. So excuse the background noise, but as you know, I like to do these things on the hoof and grab people where I can who are doing interesting things to start somewhere and make a difference in the world. Now today, I'm delighted to introduce you to my dear new friend, Katie, Katie Young, uh, who lives in Palm Beach uh, in Northern Sydney. And Katie uh, uh, is taking action, amazing action, around uh, the awful fires that are ravaging um, Southern Australia. So Katie, welcome. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much (laughs) for agreeing to do this. Um, So tell me a little, you live in this beautiful place. Tell me a little bit about Palm Beach and and, and yourself. Have you always lived here? Uh, Yes, I'm a, a, a returning local. I lived in the eastern suburbs for 15 years when I had a business and came back here when we were having our second child and Palm Beach is a very I suppose it's quite a privileged enclave um, in England it's known as Summer Bay because of <laughs> home and away I think Australia's most ex- successful export um, so yes Palm Beach is known as Summer Bay and, you know, and and that's because home and away is actually filmed here is that right yes yeah absolutely yeah. and it's modeled on you know the local schools the girls in their uniform look familiar to the uniform of, of people that high and um, they they film down at the boathouse which is internationally well known um, you often see Palm Beach in the in the filming uh, pit water and I have to say, we're sitting on Katie's balcony overlooking Pitwater and it's absolutely stunning. I mean, there are boats out there. Um, we're surrounded by trees and, and these wonderful birds and this menagerie of amazing animals. So tell me about your great passion for animals, Katie. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, am, I do love animals. However, they have just, they, I think they find us. I've often picked up strays, stray cats, or uh, never had a stray dog, but we've, I've often picked up stray cats. Um, we have a cat. Uh, we have Wolfie, who's a, 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 well, she's a spoodle crossed with a, a Dachshun, but um, she's meant to be, but she's actually a Cocker Spaniel. And we thought we were buying a male, and she's actually a female. <laughs> And then, but she's she's gorgeous. And then we have a rabbit who was a stray, uh, and we have the new dog Thea, who's the border collie, who actually was bred up in the the, the bushfires that were up in Port Macquarie. Wow. And luckily, her breeder, who came so close to the fires, you know, evacuated with nine dogs and what have you, is is fine. So that's that's really good news. And then we're surrounded by birds, like lots of cockatoos. Um, lorikeets, um, galahs, magpies, king parrots. And so growing up here must have been absolutely magical. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it is a, the, well, a beautiful place to, to bring up your children. Yeah. Um, you, you know, geographically situated perfectly, you know, your kids are either sailors or surfers or, or, or now skaters. It, it, it is a beautiful place to grow up. It's not perfect because, you know, culturally... Um, you know, I suppose children aren't as ex- exposed to as much as they would if they're living in the city. Uh, but you, ca- you can't have everything, you know. Yeah. It, it is a beautiful place to grow up. And I'm so glad that I grew up here because then when I had children, I thought, oh, I'm going to take them back there. 
Yeah. And growing up here, did you know what you wanted to do? Um, did you have a sense of kind of where your, your career and life was going to take you? Well, uh, yes, advertising. I was always interested in advertising and uh, I did a copywriting course and what have you. So that's kind of where my leaning was and photography. And I, I didn't go to university, but I did a, um, a secretarial course. I think that for every every person, girl or boy, uh, to learn how to touch type is is a really is, is is a fabulous thing to learn. And now you know, with computers being yeah every, part of every day life, mind you, I've seen my children and they probably type as quickly as I do. But yes, I, I did a touch typing course and then just worked my way through. Worked in a production company on reception, and then worked in an advertising agency doing traffic management, you know, putting all the jobs through. Um, but always had a, a leaning to the, the creative side, um, and and pr- producing, you know, making mm-hmm. things happen, yeah, ha- ha- ma- making things happen, and organising. Um, so when I was about twenty eight, I started my own business. Wow, which was a, that's that's a young age to do that. Yeah, well, you know, it was born. I think from every negative comes a positive, and I went to a New Year's Eve party. I fell on a glass. I I, I couldn't work for anyone else, so I thought I'm going to start my own thing. Wow, and it was a culmination of, of combining my uh, my production history with my uh, creative interest mm-hmm. and also I, I, I'm, I'm a, a, jot do- a dot joiner. If, if somebody's doing something good, mm-hmm. I like to tell other people about it or if I meet someone, I like to say, oh, I'm, do you know so-and-so from that area? And it's, it's a good way of, of joining dots and, and, and introducing other people to other people and meeting more people and all that sort of thing. So Contacts was my business of 20 years and it was um, managing and producing for photographers. Wow. And it was a great business. I absolutely loved it. I closed it five years ago in not great financial uh, circumstances because the photography industry had changed so much. So, yes, now I work in luxury holiday letting, which is two minutes from my home, which is great, with two teenage children. Um, my husband works in the... Uh, film industry he does film titles so we've, we've 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 got a good life I mean what's so amazing you know from from getting to know you what a self-starter you are you know you're a real woman of action I mean you were a whirlwind for, for, for good which is extraordinary I've, I've never seen anything quite like it I, I, I've really been blown away and also just this this you know this ability to to just kind of get going um you know and, and you said you didn't you know go to university and like the advertising kind of industry can be quite snooty about you know people People who do so, I, you know, I think it's a real shout out to kind of people to realise that you don't have to follow a conventional route in in no. in, in your career whatsoever, yeah. and 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 that you know there are a lot of perceived rules, and, and I wanted to talk about some of these rules because obviously we're sitting here in in very gorgeous Palm Beach, and it you know it just rained last night, so the weather is really cool, but. You know, as as everybody would have seen, you know the the weather in Australia has become extremely um, well extreme, and you know many parts of Australia are being ravaged by these terrible bushfires. So, Katie, do you want to talk a little bit more about about what's what's you know what's happening and what's happening in the area around Batemans Bay? Yeah, uh, look, I, I must confess, I've never been particularly political. And I've never been one to go to protest marches. Yes. But in the last six months, even the most apathetic 
person in a in a in a blissful slumber about politics and the climate is waking up, including mm-hmm. myself. And my brother's a marine scientist, has been for the last forty five years, and he's very much um, involved with 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 the climate change board, and he's very knowledgeable. And over the years, of course, I've had conversations, but in the last six months. It's just my personal feeling is I I feel like I I have to do something. So I went to the, the protest march and I think it's good. There's a, a certain type of person that you expect to see at a protest march. So it's good to see people you wouldn't expect to see at a protest march. Yeah. And, and, and I was probably one of those. There was, you know, mums, there was men in business suits. Mm. There were all these people that are like, yeah, no, this is something we, we all need to be a part of the solution. Um, just recently with the bushfires, they started up north in, in yeah. Port Macquarie and that was just horrendous. And I and I wondered then why the army wasn't called in. You know, mm. we, here we were being affected by the, the smoke. And I was like, man, this is, this is seriously real. You know, it, it, it can happen here. It hasn't happened on the northern beaches. Um, the eastern shore went up in 90, 1994. But this, uh, sorry, the western shore went up in 1994. And this eastern shore hasn't, apart from a couple of spot fires. But no one's immune now. It's been so dry. So when Port Macquarie happened, I was, as I said, we got our new puppy and I was in touch with the lady that we got our puppy from and she she wasn't going to evacuate. She was going to stay and, and defend. And I, wow. I, I said to this lady, I said, I, I, I looked at her on the map, I said, you, you haven't got a hope if you stay there. Mm. And, you know, her daughter was saying the same thing and so she did evacuate. And then as, as time went on, the bushfires were just, um, they, they were everywhere. Yes. You know, you'd look at a map and it's like, is this real? And again, the smoke, I kept the kids home from school three days because it was just, it just you couldn't breathe. You know, the, the houses closed up. I, I, I sincerely think that from every negative comes a positive. Australia yeah. will never be the same again. Yeah. But in a bad way, in a good way, everybody's woken up to yes. the need for, 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 for action. And I think... If I, you said that I'm a self-starter, I am. I just, if I want to do something, I do something and, and I make it happen. And that's born from being passionate about an idea. And in this particular scenario, I just thought, I've got to help someone. And we had this caravan. Yeah, I, I want to hear. So Katie has this beautiful caravan. What's, and what's the Dorothy. name of your caravan? Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy the caravan. <laughs> and Dorothy is a rather beautiful kind of minty, minty green classic caravan. Well, she's minty green meets pale yellow. I mean, some people think she's really quite ugly. She's a, a, a Viscount ultralight and she's 1985, 100% original with a stripy awning and we saw her coming back from the Blues Festival in Byron Bay. Yes. And my daughter said, Mum, it's for sale. Because I was thinking, it'd be nice to get a little caravan. Anyway, sure enough, we're towing her back with me. I bought her from this lovely old couple. And she sat out the front here and we'd taken her on one expedition only to a friend's <laughs> farm in, up in Port Macquarie. Yes. She came. And, uh, and a few people in Palm Beach are like, we really don't need that pump caravan on the side of the road and I was like oh honestly just don't look at it anyway (laughs) she's there happily and I I have been thinking of selling her because there's a there's a big trend for caravans right now and they're 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 worth quite a bit and all that stuff and then on New Year's Day I've been busy New Year's Eve what have you New Year's Day New Year's Day 
I caught up on all what had been happening down south. Yes. It was just, I, I was just a gog. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom it and all the people on the beach and it could have been here in Palm Beach. Yeah, you know? just to explain mm. what was happening on the beach um, in, in, in those, I mean, they were terrible scenes, weren't they? Well, the, 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 the community was driven to the beach. It was the only safe place that they could go and, I, and I've seen on the media when they were on the beach, they could hear what sounded like a waterfall but it was the rumbling of the fire coming from the hills behind them toward the beach. And the smoke was so thick. I mean, it's, I think the smoke quality in Canberra has been the worst in the world recently. But on that particular day on the beach, you know, I, it would have been hard for everybody to breathe. They had, yeah. they had masks, they had things over their faces. And it and looked apocalyptic, didn't it? it totally I mean, it, sky. But, and, and then at one stage, it was a black sky. It looked like night. Yeah. And it was just, but the thing that, the thick, the thing that galvanised me, and it would it would only it would have been like six in the morning, um, on my newsfeed was the the firemen in the fire truck. They drove through a fire storm. Storm, you felt like you were in the truck with them. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys said, "Put the blanket up on the window." Put, and you could hear the the, the tension in their voice, and they were scared. And and we'd mm-hmm. lost we'd lost firefighters days mm-hmm. prior, and tears started coming down my eye, and I thought, ah. Oh, that's it. And I just posted to Dorothy and said, if anybody needs a home, um, Dorothy is to be gifted. So just contact me and here's my phone number. Yeah. And you just posted her on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I asked people to please share, you know, because people will know people on the South Coast. I didn't mind where Dorothy went because yes. there's fires all around. Yes. She could have gone South. She could have gone North. She could have gone to the Blue Mountains. And, and then a, and a woman reached out and she said, oh, I've got this couple, da, da, da. And so I thought she was going to head um, to Karajong, which was northwest. Yes. And, and that was that. But what I didn't realise is that Dorothy was being shared over 4,000 times. So she Wow, been sh- this is on Facebook, 4,000 4, shares on Facebook. And this was the first day. Wow. And she ended up being shared five and a half thousand times, which I, I think is... Oh, my viral. goodness, right. The, the kookaburra's laughing. <laughs> and, and so then other people were saying, has Dorothy gone? Is she, is she still available? And I was like, oh. And then one person reached out to me by phone. I am a, I'm a big promoter of the telephone to pick up the phone and make a call. And a man called Mark Aldridge called me and he said, G'day, it's Mark. I'm calling, calling from, from Adelaide. I'm ringing about your caravan. I said, oh, hi, Mark. I, I, I think she's gone. He said, oh, okay, I, there's, a, there's a, a woman called Ray in Batemans Bay. She's been wiped out by the, the fires in Victoria two years ago. She had an animal sanctuary and now she's in Batemans Bay and this one's gone too and she just needs a, 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 she needs a place for the animals to come to because they know she's there and once the fires die down, they're going to come back for treatment. And so, again, the tears started flowing and I said, just leave it with me, Mark. And then I rang this other lovely lady who, who I'd organised the caravan to go and I said, look, this is the situation. And the, the couple that the caravan was going to, they, they actually did have a roof over their head and I said, yeah. is it possible? And she said, I understand, it's okay. And, and so then um, the... I, I was able to ring Mark back and say, yes, Dorothy can go down to, to Batemans Bay. She was blown away and so after after then it was a matter of working out when Dorothy should go down there and w- what Ray needed and what have you. And another person on Facebook came 
to me and said, my name's Benny, I'd love to help. Um, let me know what you need. And then I rang this incredibly kind-hearted soul who is out there and you just know that this guy is there to help. He's just there to help. He has his own landscaping business. He He's just one of those salt-of-the-earth Aussies. Anyway, Benny and I made lots of phone calls and then he was communicating with Ray, I'm communicating with Ray, he's finding out what she needs and what have you. And it just galvanised us into action. And I said, you know, if we're going to take Dorothy down, it needs to be when it's safe and what have you. Yeah. He said, yeah, but we need to get stuff to her because she's got nothing. So I reached out again, local community Avalon, Avalon Surf Club gave me all these groceries. Good friend Victoria Bryant came around with all these groceries. My neighbour came around with linen, pots and pans, clothes. Another lady from Palm Beach, Virginia came around with clothes and, and then gluten-free options, soy milk. And then I went down to Avalon Woolworths, said what I was doing, and they said just take because the, the fruit the animals needed fruit and vegetables. So got five kilos of fruit and vegetables. They gave me two hundred loaves of bread. Wow! Um, and then I said she she drinks soy milk, and uh, he said just grab what you want. Wow! So, and they had all that they just filled uh, four trucks to go down to, to Batemans Bay. How Woolworths amazing! By the, the surf club. And, and Woolworths is, is just for those that don't know is, is one of the national supermarkets in in Australia. So it's a, it's it's really amazing how they're stepping in and supporting these efforts. Yeah, and you know, I, I, so all this from all this 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 horror. I mean, it really has been a, a, apocalyptic horror. Yeah, and we're armchair experiences of the horror, but we're affected to the point like we we feel like we. we we're not with these people, of course. They're going through so much, but we, we everybody really wants to help. Yes, and and I guess I mean what's so amazing is that a lot of people wanted help but didn't know what to do. And what you were actually doing is kind of coordinating, you know, yeah. all of these efforts. And am I right? There's another there's another truck going down today with animal feed and, and medicine. Is yes. that right? Um, uh, Mark from Adelaide flew in what what Ray needs, which is burn creams. Uh, antiseptic sprays, bandages, all sorts of, of, of medication for the animals. And so we got all supplies for Ray and, and Benny delivered those supplies yesterday. I took them to Maroubra where he is and then he drove them down to Ray. When he got there last night at, you know, 8.30, Ray was she, like, she saw what was on the truck. Um, I got a um, ba- bale of hay and, and four bags of feed that yeah. a, a girlfriend of mine met me at the, the co-op and she said, I'll buy the feed and we got a a big trough for the animals to put the, 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 hay, the hay and the feed in and then all the food and, and water and then Benny got water. So he gets it down there and Ray opens the truck and she's like, she couldn't believe it. Wow. And But she was like, where's the where, where's the stuff for the ruse? Because she's all about the ruse. Yes. And I'd managed to go to the local vet and get some burn creams. And yes. You, but, of course, it's not enough. So the, 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 the medication from... Um, Adelaide arrived at 9.30 last night. So, again, I put a message out on Facebook. Hi, everyone. Is there anybody who can drive to Mascot Airport tomorrow morning and down to Bateman, Batemans Bay with the med- medication? I got four people four. contact me. Wow. Say, oh, I, I can drive that. It's ended, ended, ended up being a guy I went to school with whom I haven't seen in 20 years. And I was like, oh, Matt, I remember him. So gave him a, 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 a call and he is probably on his way to the airport now to pick up the medication to take down to Ray. So that's what she needs right now. And then on uh, Saturday, I'm taking Dorothy down to um, Avalon and parking her there for people to contribute 
I'll get a list from Ray because mm-hmm. I think what she needs most is feed and more more burn creams for the animals. Yeah, is as far as clothes, um, probably towels and things mm-hmm. but to, for the for the to, for the animals to lie on for her to treat. Um, but whatever I fill the caravan with and my car, I'll do a convoy on uh, next Wednesday when yeah. it'll be safe, and it's whomever in the Batemans Bay community needs whatever, you know, water. Um, Benny said a great thing last night. When you drive down, when you head south, just fill your car with water Yes. because you never know what you're going to see along the way. Yes. You might see an animal that needs water. You might see people. Just just, just, just be prepared to, yes. to give. And, and the thing with Dorothy, I'm, I'm giving her. It's not a, a loan. I think um, the caravan solution, of course, it's temporary, but, I, if anybody's going to do it, I recommend just giving it. Yeah. So you're going to drive Dorothy down next Wednesday um, and you're inviting people from the local community to join you with supplies to go down. And you're going to call it the Make a Difference Convoy. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. And, and I think your husband, Adam, is making a sign. Is that right? We've, we've, we've done a sign that I'm going yeah. to put on the, on the caravan um, yeah. on Saturday. Um, yeah, I think... It's 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 all about making a, a difference and reaching out. Yeah. And Facebook is incredible for making something like this happen. Then from there, you know, it's the catalyst, and then you make the phone calls that yeah. introduce you to people like Benny and, and Mark and, and, and what have you. But um, you know, I'm I'm helping one person in particular. However, I know with someone like Ray. You know, she'll get all this stuff and she'll probably say, okay, I'm going to give all, I'm going to keep that and then I'm going to pass that on to my neighbours or, yeah. or whatever. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of so many people doing this. And I think what's so interesting is, I mean, and obviously you've been feeling it as, 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 you know, a lot of Australians that I've been speaking to here have, you know, but you really felt a calling and you've really acted on that calling, which is amazing. And, 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 and really like brought people together. It, I mean, it's just sensational and just using social media and, you know, given you're not, you haven't got a background as an activist or anything. Like that. I, just, I mean, it's phenomenal. And I just really want to call Katie out as a great example of, like you know how all of us can just make a difference you know when we feel inspired to do something to actually act on that yeah and that it's about the power of inviting other people to come and join and help you know and and not everyone can can you know wants to drive their caravan down to Batemans Bay or even has one but everyone can contribute you know this podcast is about inspiring people also in the wider world to take action so from your experience and what's happened to you, what you know, have you got kind of pearls of wisdom that you can share with 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 our listeners? I think if you feel it, you act on it. Is probably my uh, is 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 the mission statement. If you feel it, do something about it. Well, what an absolute joy and inspiration you are! I've loved talking to you. Um, so, I, as a, uh, just a reminder, I'm with Katie Young in beautiful Palm Beach in northern Sydney. And thank you to everybody for listening. And thank you so much uh, to Katie for all you're doing. And please keep me posted on the convoy and what happened.